This is WMPG 90.9 Southern Maine Community Radio from USM. In the Pocket, a talk show that showcases Mainers who are people of color. Each episode represents a member of the Maine community from art, culture, and business, the earth, wind, and fire of life. Embracing and exploring the Black diaspora and descendants of American slavery through conversation is the foundational concept of In the Pocket. The overall mission of In the Pocket is to create conversational space for all people of color that is documented and celebrated through sharing of life experiences. If you like what you're hearing and want to hear it again or want to check out our archive of past shows, look for us at inthepocket.captivate.fm or search In the Pocket on iTunes or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at In the Pocket and give us a follow so you never miss a show. Thank you listeners for tuning in to In the Pocket. I'm your host, Will Edwards, and today our special guest is Rona Dia. Um, and that is Rona Dia, in case you didn't hear that. And she is owner of Rona Beauty. Please, Rona, introduce yourself. Good evening, everybody. My name is Rona Dia. Um, I am the owner of Rona Beauty LLC, located at 289 8th Street in Bedford. And it's a salon that caters to every hair type. Um, we spe- um, special, our specialty basically is um, ethnic hair, but we basically do everybody's hair. Um, we do braidings, extensions, and when I say extensions, I mean extensions of every type you can think of. We do the latest hand tied, beads, left. We do tapings. Um, we do the regular crochet sewing. Um, we do cuts and color. We do lash extensions as well. Um, by the way, we're hiring. So if anybody out there um, that is into the braiding world or the hair world um, in general is looking, we're hiring right now. Looking to expand our team. And I am a cosmetologist. Um, prior to that, I worked in the dialysis field. I was a dialysis technician for 15 years. Um, they decided to get into the cosmetology world based on um, the situation we're facing in Maine um, of not having salons catering to acne care. So I am happy to be one of those to provide um, services for that. And when I say services, not just any service, but services with experience, with great experience. So a mom and a wife, <laughs> a mom to a six-year-old daughter and a wife to a very awesome man um, named Harrison Dia. So how long have you been doing hair for cosmetology? So I started doing hair um, from the first day I moved to Maine, and that was in 2014. I've done hair at home while I worked as a dialysis technician, and um, with the struggle of not finding places to go, I started doing my own and started looking for ways to um get um licensed because you couldn't just do it out of i couldn't just do it out of my house forever so i um, found an opportunity which um, took me forever but at the end of the day almost four years later i made it through apprenticing instead of going to school just because i have enough student loans and i am not trying i wasn't trying to add up on that so i went through apprenticing and apprenticing in Maine, it's a different story i was always if you allow me to say the only chocolate girl in the room every time 
everywhere. Um, well, I apprenticed in two different salons, and I was always the only chocolate girl. One of the salons um, was as big as 34 chairs, and nothing on ethnic hair. So basically, a lot of things on ethnic hair, I had to find resources online. I had to take classes online to learn about my own hair while I learned about everybody else's hair <laughs> in general. There was a lot of ups and downs, uh, lots of ups and downs, basically, during the apprentice um, period, but we made it. At the end of the day, I am glad to say I successfully passed that stage, and I am ready to pass on what I picked up from um, the struggle in getting into the beauty industry. The struggle is real. The struggle is very real. So why do you think that, I mean, because people of color actually, we're not a minority when you think of us worldwide, we're a majority. So why do you think that no one in those salons knew how to do ethnic hair? I really can't put a finger on it, but it's like when I moved to Maine, um, I went to a couple of salons wanting to get my hair done, but they wouldn't be able to do my hair. They simply should say, sorry, we don't know how to work with your texture. Or some people would kind of want to give it a, um, an attempt. But just by the conversation, you already like can put one and two together and know that it's going to be something you might not like. So um, I went to a place uh, close to Boston once to get my hair done, but that was about just that one time. And I started doing my own thing on my own head based on watching videos and picking up education stuff here and there. And while working in the dialysis clinic, even the doctor noticed that I worked under and he, oh, well, through him, I was able to get into the apprentice program. Like I said, it was a long, long struggle. It was a long haul, but it was one opportunity that led to another one that got me to where I am today. So I'm not sure why it's a struggle with um, the fact that they're um, the, I should say, brown and black people are a majority, but we can't find that in me. It's little to none. Well, now there's Rona Beauty. <laughs> yeah. 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 Someday, hopefully, we will be expanding we got more things in store but we're not going to just say yet we need to just we're on the ground right now i should say we're only picking up our feet right now we can stand and we can try to run <laughs> that does yeah one foot in front of the other yeah so in your hair apprentice journey how did you settle on starting a, a business in biddeford well so i apprenticed for a long time um, till COVID started and then when COVID kind of quieted down I tried to go back but due to some reasons that I'm not sure if I want to discuss right now with the owner of the salon I could not go back um, one of their reasons was because they didn't have enough seats or enough space for everybody that worked before COVID started and the second reason was something totally out of the ordinary um so i ended up at another salon where i again was the only chocolate girl and basically i became more of a housekeeper than um trying to work and get my hours um just because there was not much i think they thought they could teach me based on the textures that i work with um better so things didn't go as planned and i ended up at um i call her a sister friend of mine salon in westbrook and finish my hours 
boards and then I started looking for somewhere to call home because um, when I sat for the boards, I started working um, with Renton in Westbrook at the same time at Blender Beauty, you've heard about it. And working at Blender Beauty was really great. It was like a family setting, but I needed to um, be able to do more. I wanted to be able to do more. I had a lot of services that I offered and I couldn't offer my clients, especially with the schedules due to COVID. Everybody couldn't be in a salon at the same time. So I was only working three days a week. I could not um, um, like offer lash extensions as I would like to in more of a comfortable setting. So um, I told the owner I really had to fly, basically. So I started looking. Portland wasn't giving me anything um, I could afford. Westbrook wasn't giving me anything I could afford either. So I started looking out. And Biddeford was one of the places that kept popping up. But living in Wyndham and working in Biddeford was like a no-no. But I guess the spot that I have now came as, um, I will call it, a sign, right? or it was basically mine because every time I would go online, that one spot kept popping up. So I called the realtor and he said, Yeah, if you want to come in and give it a look, um, look at it and see if you can work things out paperwork um, wise with the landlord, that would be great. So I went in, put in the application, and I was accepted. And I tell you, Flo, everything was, I was very scared. I was terrified because that was me moving out on my own into a city that I knew nobody and that was a 45 minute drive one way and I had to do a lot of thinking I had to do a lot of praying basically because I did a little bit of research on the population in Biddeford but not not equivalent to what Portland and Westbrook area has so um, I took a leap of faith and I did it. and I started reaching out to the community and building a family relationship basically with small businesses around the area. So that's how I ended up in Biddeford and I drive about 45 minutes one way every day. Right on. Worth the drive. It is worth the drive. So that's great. It's great that you are communicating with other businesses there. That's a great way to network. How else are you marketing your business? Well, I do um, Facebook and Instagram. I, um, word of mouth, most of my clients that I accumulated from um, booth renting, I was say 90% of my clients followed, and some of them come from two hours away, and they followed, and they will not leave me, I guess they love me like that, <laughs> so they share the word, I talk to people, I try to do some um, marketing on Facebook and Instagram when I do have the time, and right now, it's just one body and two hands so it's a little bit of like slow I, it, it's not as i should so also looking for a social media person that i can help you know run things better and smooth so um business can go as planned that's awesome um you know i realized that in the last few years almost everybody has fake or sorry lash extensions why do you think this is so popular Personally, lash extensions is give a ladies um put your confidence at a whole different level. For me, I could be looking like a hot mess, but when I have those lashes in, girl, you can't tell me nothing. I wake up looking cute. I'm like, yes, I woke up like that, and I think that's how a lot of ladies see it. It just boosts your confidence immediately. It makes you look awake. 
So um, the fact that you don't have to wake up and do mascara uh, or do like too much makeup just to look like your seam, lash extensions seem to do it in, but the fact that you don't have to take it out and put it back on and take it out, it goes two to three weeks before you can go for a refill. Every woman's getting into it now. And when, uh, when you say refill, are the lashes being removed and another one being placed or you're actually, you are? Okay. Yeah. So basically, every human being lash fall out about one to five lashes a day, like one, one hairs. And you lose those um, on a daily basis. So if I'm going in there with one hair, at, um, one extension to one hair, um, those lashes that do fall out, you tend to see the gaps in between, so we give it a two to three with uh, two to three weeks window, and between that time, you should have about I would say fifty percent of fallouts that you want to come and replace, basically like a refill. I bet it fills a lot of women with confidence, including yourself. The lash extensions. Yeah, you can go from the very yours look real. Let me just say like, that. Thank you. From the natural look, which is like a classical look, to extreme volume. Now, I do not offer the extreme volumes just because I think it's damaging to your lashes. I try to stay, um, I don't know what the term to use for it, but basically I'm not going to offer somebody something that I know would be damaging. That's why we do like a mini consultation and stuff like that before we get your lashes in. I want to see what you have going on. I want to know the strength of your lashes to determine like the length you're looking for if your lashes are like very short like a two or three inches and you're trying to get a 15 um, we're just using inches and as an example we're trying to get 15 inches we're not doing it i'm sorry so we want to always know what we're working with because we want to get sued. right and so why a little bit of a little mistake on working on your eyes can get both of us in a huge trouble right so yeah. how is it so if there's too much extension put on does it cause it your, your eye down it could your lashes down that might end up making you look sleepy or sort of drunk so then you're gonna have droopy eyes so those hair it's like the hair extensions basically but a heavier um braid on a thin hair what are you gonna do weight i mean the weight of that braid on that little um, few strands of hair gonna pull on your root then that's how some of us end up or some, a lot of african-american women end up with um alopecia like getting your hair out basically we don't want to do that on our lashes like too many extension that hairs on one baby hair is damaging it's just going to pull it out and it's going to take forever to grow back and sometimes depending on how often you do that you can damage your lashes and if there is no natural eyelash, then you can't extend it. Because we cannot put the adhesive on your skin. It's very, I mean, it's going to irritate you and it could cause a lot of damages. Wow. Educational right there. Hope everybody's listening to that. That is important. Yeah. Do you do any like rehabilitation for hair? So we do keratin treatments. We do protein treatments. We, um, steaming as well and some of my clients that are natural um we work with where we get them um trim on um, a regular basis and keep their hair in more of a natural style and have them follow um like an aftercare routine and i have people who 
workbook with me through the year that comes in every four to six weeks for like a repeated um, treatment just to keep the hair healthy. Right on. So what does a protein treatment or carotene for that matter, what do those treatments do? So with keratin treatment, I'll say keratin just because that's one of the um, um, general term people out there know about. But keratin treatment is um, an example of what we, I don't know if, you, if you've heard about um, Brazilian blowout. That's a keratin treatment. So basically, Brazilian blowout is a, um, a product that you clarify the hair a couple of times or three times, basically. And you dry the hair and you apply the product. And you flat iron the hair while the product's in there and you rinse out the hair after flat ironing and you blow dry the hair. But I hate Brazilian blowout to an extent, not totally. Um, it's because one of the main ingredients in Brazilian blowout is formaldehyde. And again, I'm not putting it on me, so I'm not putting it on anybody. But I like a lot of their aftercare products, like their um, mask. I like that. So currently, I'm not providing Brazilian blowouts, but I'm providing something called Inca Glow Smoothing Treatment. Now, Inca Glow um, is all plant-based. It's amino acids. It's healthier for your hair. It does not film like compared to Brazilian blowout. You have to have like ventilations, like fans going because stylists and the client will be like tearing up. That's the total opposite. Um, opposite with Inca Glow, it does the exact same thing, if not better, because Inca Glow. If, for example, you're blonde or you have like highlights in your hair, it tones that. Another advantage of Inca Glow, you can get it and get color right after. Unlike Brazilian Blowout, you cannot. Inca Glow, you can get it and you can go home and you can wash your hair right away. If you if you're one of those people who wash your hair every day, Brazilian Blowout, you cannot. Um, Inca Glow, when we flat iron your hair, it takes about three ish hours to get done. We clarify you, we 80% dry your hair, and we apply the product, and then we let you sit for an hour. The, um, the more texture you, um, hair you have, it might go up to an hour. If you have like more of a wavy texture, and it's good for every hair texture, from the blondest blonde to the kinkiest um, ethnic hair you can think of. Yeah, girl. <laughs> Inca Glow, one thing it does, it's not going to change your curl pattern. That, that's what I tell people. They're like, why is it that every time I wash my hair, I get my curls back? I'm like, yes, because it's not a relaxer. It's not going to relax your hair. It's not going to change your curl pattern. What it's going to do is fight frizz. That's one of the main things it does. It fight frizz. You're going to walk out and you're going to feel great. Whatever you do, your hair is going to stay there. It's not like you go out and the wind hits you and you're like, whoa, what happened? All black girls know that story. So trying to get the brush through or the comb through your hair is something you're not going to fight with as much or fight with at all, basically, if you have ink glue in your hair and you're following the regimen. Um, people buy keratin treatments on Amazon. There's a reason why ink glue is not sold online. There's a reason why you have to be a licensed cosmetologist. Not a student, a licensed cosmetologist to be able to purchase ink glue. On the company um it's a little bit of hassle to get it and i prefer it because i know i'm offering something safer i use it my hair is as short as yours right now um i use it in my hair 
only because I want to pass that brush through my hair with ease. I'm not gonna, it's not gonna straighten my hair. But if you want your hair stick straight, heat activates it. That's why I mentioned when you flat iron, you want to um, rinse it out and flat iron the hair like tiny pieces and you will stay stick straight until you wash your hair. So it's gonna fight frizz if you're not looking for the straightness. But if you want it to be silky, glass, smooth, flat iron your hair after and you'll be good to go. People who always get silk press, I tell them, how often are you trying to get silk press? Well, I like to do it every two weeks. I mean, every other two weeks or maybe every two weeks, I'm like, you're going to pay me a lot of money to get silk press every two weeks. Incoglo lasts, I'll say about four to five months before you can get another treatment. One Inca Glow is less than two silk presses within a month. What does and silk press? Just because I don't silk, know. Silk press is just, I think, in my view, I could be wrong, but in my view, the fancier name for flat iron, where your hair is flat iron, your hair comes, um, you get it like that movement, that body. Yeah. You don't want to get too much heat in your hair. It's. Or for texture girls we don't want to get too much heat in our hair so i always tell people it might look crazy to want to spend like a 230 dollars on the spot to do inca but you're spending 160 something dollars for a silk press for two weeks your inca gonna last four to five months so it's left with you it's left with your budget it's left with how you want to wear your hair, how you want to live in the hair. If you don't want to be running back every two weeks, you want your hair to stay healthy, Incoglo might be the best way. You don't want to keep applying a lot of heat, Incoglo might be the best way to go. A lot of people don't know about it yet just because it's it's been out there for, I would say the longest time since I, mean, I started apprenticing. One of the salons was one of two salons in Maine that offered it. And now I'm the third person. Awesome. I I have not heard of the Inca. Uh, am I saying it right? Inca? Inca, yeah. I-N-C-A and Glow. G-L-O-W. Inca Glow. But it sounds fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, it goes to show, like, sometimes you, it makes more sense to pay more one time than yeah. to pay a little bit a lot of times. I love it. And so the Inca Glow, that's an amino acid, which is a protein treatment. Yes. Yeah, which is healthier for your hair. Right on. And with people who have like black hair or want to get darker colors, you can get it and do your color right away. If you have blonde hair, you can get your hair highlighted or your hair automatically tuned. So usually I have clients, like again, I said, I offer... It's for every hair texture. So like for my blonde clients, I get it. They don't need to get a toner. They get their highlights and we ink on them. And after we get done, it's automatically toned. So they save money on the toner part of things because the ink glow takes it to another level. For the darker tones, it gives it that, um, how do I say, silky black color for black, I mean like black color hair. Basically, if the I mean the warmer tones, it kind of like just give it that richness. 
So, I mean, one way, you know, we talked about your networking with your local businesses, the word of mouth business, um, or people promoting your business word of mouth. You also yeah. are going to be doing uh, an event with third place you've partnered with. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Just a little bit about that right now, because we're not 110% there yet, only because I have like the Mrs. Main pageant kicking my butt and it's in the way of everything. So, um, for the, with the third place, we're going to be doing like a um, black women or black business women gathering where we just sit and um, get to know me, get to know them. We all like share and see how best they will help me or I will help in return to the community. So it's more of a networking on the 16th. Well, tell us, so what are you actually doing for the Miss Main pageant? Okay, so the Mrs. Main pageant, um, it's an opportunity that came and it was shocking. I was, again, doing hair, and I got this message from this lady who I have no clue who she was at the time, because now I know her, and she's the director of the Mrs. Main pageant in Maine, and she basically had seen a write-up about me on part of my first page, because they um, put a little introduction story type thing on their page when I opened and so she saw that and she reached out and said hey um we would really like if you can participate um in the Mrs. May pageant but I thought she had the wrong person and I was like excuse me are you sure you got that this message was for the wrong person like wrong message she said oh no you're running we run a beauty right I'm like yeah and she said yeah you really look like you fit the part or, um, and you're in the beauty industry, which is really great. And it's going to help um, as exposure to your business as well. I mean, she gets sent this long message that I took. And I was like, okay, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not the magic girl right now. Besides, I'm just starting a business and I have no clue. I did imagine things when I was, you know, young and looking good. Now, no. And she's like, well, give it, um, think about it. You can have a week to think about it and get back to me. So I talked to my husband immediately. He's like, do it. Said, okay, that's not what I was looking for, but okay. And I reached out to my mom and some of my clients, my friends, and everybody said the same thing. So I'm like, all right, let's see. Let's see what it's about. And I agreed. And I had to come up with all the funds. And again, I agreed for one reason. Well, for a few reasons. One. The exposure to my business. Two, there's there's gonna be a chocolate girl in the group. I am the only girl. I'm like, okay, that's a way to you know tell other little girls my color. We can do this too. If you see somebody like them there, someday they're gonna give it a try. And also after assessing the whole situation, I realized it's not all about like the pageant, caddy situation that goes on it was more of a sisterhood it is more of a sisterhood i should say um the women are all like together it's like everybody's helping each other it doesn't really feel like a competition even though it is a competition but the fact that everybody's working together it's more of um, like a sisterhood like uplifting each other so when i realized that i'm like you know what? i like this group of women and i decided to go far with it and yeah created a gofundme to have my clients, my friends, families, and everybody in between that I know help with the funds because uh, 
that's something I wasn't prepared for. They started working on it since the beginning of the year. I'm only getting into it um, in August. Well, that's awesome. Uh, I wish you luck in the competition or the sisterhood. Competition, basically. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, Miss yeah. Rona, I've really enjoyed our chit chat. I learned a lot about hair, think a glow for one. Um, fascinating learning about eyelash extensions. Awesome. I'm sure listeners have learned something too. Um, how can ITP listeners catch you? What's the plug? So um, they could check out my Instagram page and they could either search for Rona Beauty, R H O N A B A U T Y, on Instagram, or Glam by Rona. Either way, it's going to bring them to the same page. Glam by Rona all together or Rona Beauty. Whatever one you answer is going to bring you to the same page and it's going to be the same thing for our, um, Facebook as well. Rona Beauty on Facebook. And if if it's um, like for bookings and stuff, you go to my website, it takes you directly to my booking site and you can see all the services we offer, the prices and everything. The whole calendar is out there and we do online bookings as well. So Rona if you like what you've heard and want to hear it again or want to check out our archive of past shows, look for us at inthepocket.captivate.fm or search In The Pocket on iTunes or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at inthepocket.fm and give us a follow so you never miss a show.